What's up, my curses? We is up in this piece on a Sunday morning. I hope you all are having a good afternoon, okay? Of course, we got to bring it to you live here on the curb about a good celebrity rant. We got a little bit of stuff to talk about, not a lot, but it's something worth indulging uh, into. How about that? How about that? What say you? How about that? Let's see who was up in the building today. Hey, fam. Yes, let's get a shit poppin'. Okay. Hello. Hello. Y'all know what it is. We're using the uh, the software today. So, of course, of course, I won't be able to see who's posting what. But just note that if you want me to recognize who you are, you're going to have to just drop your name at the end of your sentence or something. Say hello or what's up or something. Is this thing now? Yes, we had a few technical difficulties, honey. It was giving me some problems going live, but see, I forgot I had did some stuff in the background, which led to what I ended up receiving. How about that? <laughs> damn it, damn it, damn it. Six be doing too much sometimes, just too to the much. Too much, too little, too late. Okay, okay, we doing a little bit of all of that. What up, though? Okay, so let's get right into it, you guys, okay, because we got a few things to discuss. I'm going to take probably about a good hour of your time today. Not a lot, but just a little. Don't forget to tag your favorite somebody if you want them to join in to the conversation. Just let them know. Uh, let them know. Let them know. <laughs> with the shits already y'all get zero fucks uh don't forget if you guys want to get some uh you know sales stuff i got a little bit of stuff left on the website don't forget to go to www.lovingmyteesby6.com and go ahead and grab you some items over there uh on sale still at this time some sweatshirts and stuff i know y'all ready to get down with the get down since winter time is coming some of y'all already getting snow what say you some of y'all are already getting snow mm-hmm Okay, so make sure you go over there and fulfill your every fantasy. How about that? Okay, and let's start off the first hot topic, okay? Everybody, let's just say some prayers for DMX. He's going through some things. Uh, uh, the rooster is not in the building. If you're trying it with my girl, Aaliyah, I'm going to have to ask you to step aside, okay? But DMX checks into rehab facility and apologizes for canceled show. So apparently he was back on the road. Was y'all feeling it? Let me tell y'all something. DMX is Rough Riders, okay? Uh, not to say that everybody else who contributed to the Rough Riders team uh, ain't hot and all of that. But DMX is the one that you really familiar with. He was the first breakout person, the art, first breakout artist to come from up under the umbrella of the Rough Riders, okay? And we know that he has been having a lot of difficulties with pretty much, you know, staying sober, okay? You know, he's been in and out of jail. Uh, he's had multiple, you know, lady friends. Uh, you know, I still love DMX to this day. There's nothing you could say that's going to make me detour how I feel because he was a great lyricist. And, you know, we, we know that he has some demons on his back. But, you know, apparently, you know, when I thought he was going to come out with another album, you know he was, right? He was working with uh some of his old old uh producers and stuff again what's the one guy's name um 
that is married to Alicia Keys. I think he was supposed to be working back with him uh, in the studio. And I guess they were working on music and have been over a course of time. And uh, apparently we're not going to get new music. And I think he was doing touring. Uh, to get his name back out there and then let everybody know, you know, he was coming hard. Uh, he's human. He's really about that life. Shit happens. I'm happy he's getting a handle on his addiction early because it had him out there real bad. It did. It really did. Uh, so, uh, ice cream kind of combos, uh, is pretty much telling the, you know, what is going on with him in regards to him checking himself back into rehab. Me and DMX got six kids together. Oh, 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 okay. Okay, let it be known, okay. In his ongoing commitment to putting family and sobriety first, DMX has checked himself into a rehab facility. He apologizes for his canceled shows and thanks his fans for their continued support, okay. DMX was released from prison in January after serving a year for tax evasion. Upon his release, he looked happy and healthy. He immediately hit the ground running with a 20-year anniversary tour, and he never stopped going. So, anybody uh go to the tour i really would have loved for them to come to detroit uh i don't recall them coming here to the d but i would have went um in august he proposed to his fiance desiree lindstrom uh again okay again means again okay twice after they had a falling out he still appeared to be happy, but not so healthy in some videos that surfaced on social media. I'm very happy he's taking the necessary steps needed to get back on track and maintain his sobriety. Please join me in sending DMX prayers and positive vibes, right? So big ups to DMX for taking the time out to see that he was, you know, starting to go through some additional issues and get himself checked into rehab. So I hope it is beneficial to him. It's hard, especially when you've been doing it since, you know, uh, I want to say he's been doing it ever since he was, you know, in his teenage years, you know what I'm saying? And it's just gotten worse over the course of time. Uh, so we wish him all the best. You know, DMX has some bomb songs, okay? I'll tell you, I love me some DMX. Ain't nobody going to take that. And then he got a classic voice. You know what I'm saying? Like, you hear him, and you know that's, uh, that's DMX. Ain't nobody finna take his shine, okay? Big ups to DMX. Okay, let's get into this uh, next top topic. Is y'all ready for it or not? It appears that Erica Mena and Safari have, you know, gave us the deets on uh, their gender reveal. Okay. Are, are y'all happy or not? I mean, I know we touched on it the last time about them getting married and everybody was like, next. <laughs> next to the next to the next. Okay. But they are have released their the gender of their uh, baby. And it appears to be a baby girl. The love and hip hop couple uh recently tied the knot and they are expecting their first child together on saturday the couple visited married to medicine star dr jackie and later that night the newlyweds had a huge gender reveal party and learned they were having a baby girl okay uh, and so the Samuels, Mr. and Mrs. Samuels, had fireworks to reveal the gender of their little bun in the oven. The crowd erupted as pink fireworks lit the sky. Erica Mena screamed, jumped, and burst into tears as Safari yelled, I gave you a girl. Okay, let the record reflect that 
He wanted a boy. Okay, I'm just saying. Hey, everybody coming in. I don't really care, but hope they have a happy, healthy baby, right? Uh, Thought mixed stuff and steam baby shower. Next. <laughs> Let's hear what he say. Let's hear what he say. Look how he looking. Yay. Yay for the heartbeat. It means it's alive. that she gave birth to. Do anybody know where is that? Have you seen him? Mm. Uh, tell me, tell me, tell me, have you seen him? Oh, have you seen him? Okay, and she gave him booty cooties. Oh, Lord. The curses is all full effect today. They're in full effect today. But anyway, uh, with all of that being said, congratulations to them. On having a baby girl, this, that, and the third, yada, 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 okay? I'm just saying. You know, it's somebody out there that might have wanted to know. You know, I'm just being real, keeping it real, okay? <laughs> uh, okay, let's get into the next one. Honey, I don't know what you've been told, but we about to talk about it. So for everybody who has yet to still see the next episode of Power, you about to get uh, all of the details right now. You might want to check out right now. This is your opportunity now. This is your opportunity opportunity okay this is your opportunity right now you never seen her child ain't nobody ever seen that boy okay with, with another rapper from an old school rapper from way back back in the day like you know he was an old old school rapper okay the baby uh i ain't gonna say the baby the child is probably like 18 19 or something now it should be a grown-ass adult or close to it at this point okay but I'm just saying, have anybody seen him? Have you seen him? Uh, tell me, have you seen him? Okay, uh, okay, BRB. All right, for everybody that uh, don't haven't watched Power and don't want to get the spoiler alert, so uh, this is your opportunity to uh, go that away. Okay, okay. Uh, let's get into it. So last night after uh, at twelve oh one, if you wasn't into it, okay. It appears like they finally got rid of one of the other pe persons that I've been saying they should have got rid of a long time ago. And I hope that they ended up getting rid of their big head son. But, but uh, you know, Keisha, a.k.a. Lala, uh, who was kicking it with, Tam with Tommy, finally got her just due. Apparently, Tasha wasn't down for the bullshit. Tasha then got one, one body up under her motherfucking belt. Give a her big praise for Tasha for stepping it up now, son. You can't stop her now, okay? She got her own little business going on where she, you know, she pushing some weight, okay? She teaching her big head son, Tyreek, the business as well. Uh, he might end up being the ghost that she always wanted. Let's start there because ghost 
ain't been doing what she wanted to do. He wants to get out of that limelight, okay? And Keisha have been wanting to still live this lifestyle, even though her and Ghost is not together like they should be, okay? But... Tyree got into some trouble. He got kicked out of school. He got into another school and everything. And now one of the teachers is kind of pressing him. You know, like he they didn't caught wind of why he got kicked out for selling drugs and this, that, and the third. So, you know, basically he been kicking it with his mom. And his mom was like, you know, if you want me to help teach you the ropes, then you're going to have to stop lying to me. Okay, and you're gonna have to be up on the up and up with me. Okay, so she's she's taking him up up, up under the wing. So he he comes back to her. He's basically he's telling her that the teacher, you know, tried to check his book bag for some drugs, but he think that he might be a good asset add to the business of you know having him push some weight as well. And then towards the end, you see that he ended up opening up his trunk. He found a box full of some drugs and stuff in the telephone. And he was like, you know, who, who is this am I working with? I don't know who I'm working with. He said, exactly, you don't. So Tyreek was walking past as he was in his car getting ready to drive away. He yells at Tariq, was that you? And he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he kind of pushed off. So Tariq kind of got this teacher up under his wing as one of his protégés to help push him away. We're going to see how this end up going but you know we only got one episode left fast forward let's talk about it Keisha and her big head ass son is in the car she didn't pick them up from football or uh, basketball practice okay Tommy dropped them off Okay, a lot of the people, the parents and stuff was looking at him sideways, like, who the fuck is this guy bringing this little big head boy into our home, right? Because he didn't finally bought Keisha a house way out in the suburbanites and stuff like that, but the police have been, you know, on their trail, on Tommy's trail, and apparently that's when she found out the Tommy name and her name is on the D. Thanks to, what is that damn uh, police detective's name? The one who got that heavy New York accent. Uh, you know what? I keep forgetting her name because... I, I don't know what to identify her as, but anyway, she's kind of working both boards or whatever. She's told Sax that she'll help Sax out, and now she's telling Dre that she'll help Dre out, okay? Because Dre's like, look, I'll tell you what you want to know, but you're going to have to get this, you know, monitor off my leg, and you're going to have to, you know, sock it to Sax, basically. You're going to have to give Sax his just due, because I'm tired of him fucking with me. That's basically what he said. She says, okay, she ends up getting the deets that she wanted to get because they was trying to find out who this, that, and the third. But of course, he told it was Tyreek who did this, that, and the third, okay? So now they're putting it together about Tyreek, and they are investigating him because they're trying to still figure out who allowed that back door in Ghost's house to be open, right? So they pull Big Head uh, Keisha over with her son, and she's questioning him, you know, like what's going on? Uh, we we it's only a matter of time that we're gonna end up getting you. Tommy don't care about you, you know. She running it on thick, but she also had, you know, one of the other uh, the uh, child protective protective services there to take her kid away if she didn't sign these papers, saying that she would come down and speak on behalf of some of this stuff that's going on. They need information in regards to Tommy, so she signed the paper right but she started annoying the fuck out she went back home and started packing her bags honey she was about to get ready to leave 
But in the meantime, in between time, Tasha comes over to our house, knocks on the door like, Keisha, I know you up in there, right? And so she start, she let her in. They having this conversation. She like, look, I'm just trying to get out of Dodge. I don't want to be in the middle of this. They trying to take my son. I don't want that to happen. This, that, and the third. So she, you know, picks up the paper. She like, oh, you finna testify. You finna, you finna start talking. She was like, I'm not finna start talking. They end up, she starts, she keeps looking at the purse that she got the gun in. Keisha does. And then, you know, Tasha like, what you looking at, Keisha? And they start tussling for the bag, honey. And of course, they up against the wall, honey. And Tasha ends up shooting around in her stomach, in her heart area. She clutched, she falls to the floor. It was very dramatic. And I'm like, get the gun. Shoot her in the head. Shoot her now. Tasha, shoot her now. And Tasha was like, she didn't want to do it because that was her friend. But she had to do it because, you know, she's detrimental to locking everybody up. So she gave it to her, honey. And Lakeisha is gone. Okay, and I'm so happy about it. I'm so happy, baby. What did y'all think of this episode? It was, it was, you know, it was coming to a head. Uh, in the meantime, in between time, Tommy and the big head boy, they out shopping for rings because he's finna propose to Lakeisha. But then he see that the door was cracked open. He he tells the big head son to go wait in the car. And he goes in, he see Keisha lying on the floor. So we only got one more episode before the big hiatus, right? Uh, Ghost got another kid somewhere. You think so? I didn't know she had another child. Yeah, she did. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, and, you know, it pretty much ended with that. We got one more episode before the hiatus, and then they bring the other half of it back in January. And then after that, we're going to be done with power and going into a new, different direction, right? This episode was mad crazy, right? Yes, I was so happy about it and excited. Y'all should have heard me. I was all in the background yelling and stuff like that. I was super excited, y'all. So I can't wait until next week with the final episode for this one so we can see what end up happening and i just hope that they give us a little bit more some stuff because if they leave on a note and i gotta wait all the way till motherfucking january i'm gonna have a problem with this shit yo i got issues and i need to know do you need to know i need to know okay so big ups to power you know what i'm saying because they is out here doing the damn thing the cast is doing it okay 50 cent is out here doing it and i can't wait to see what we got coming up y'all know they doing that spinoff with mary j too right okay the episode had my jaw on the floor girl yes it did i was just so super excited and hyped about the whole thing uh did y'all hear some of the crazy what ifs that were going on about the um, power? So TSR, they got some, uh, the shade room, right? Posted some what ifs. Uh, they say, are we near the end of Star's power? There is a silver lining in knowing that the popular series will have new life after the show. Ex-executive producer 50 Cent mentioned that there will be a few spinoffs. So remember I told you it's going to be more than one spinoff. We know about the one with um, Mary J. Blige. But we also know that they are looking into possibly giving... Maybe Tasha, that's the rumor, a spinoff of her own. So that'll be interesting as well. I mean, we finna get this spinoff here. Uh, they might be doing a ghost spinoff as well. A ghost, a Tommy, a Tasha. That would all go in sync. I'm good. I'm here for all of that, right? Uh, 
Uh, well, we had some ideas that we think could work. And believe me, these shows range from action to horror and romance. There's something for everyone to enjoy. So before y'all tune in to watch Power's new episode tomorrow, which was last night or at midnight for some of you eager beavers, right? Check out these spinoff ideas. Uh, and then let us know what y'all think. So they got some what ifs. We're trying to see something with these power spinoffs, okay? They got one, maybe a possibility of Tate having a spinoff. Now, Lorenz Tate, who was running for governor, uh, you know, Ghost ended up shutting his ass down in last night episode, honey. It was classic because, you know, Ghost been trying to get this rain up project up and running but going through Tate and it just wasn't working out and Tate is a hater you know what I'm saying Tate is thinking that this shit don't stink all of the uh publicity and power is going to his head he was fucking around with the one chick that had she was married and the husband found out about it and Ghost kind of pulled him to the side the husband to work with him right and what happened was when they went for him to do this speech and everything like that against some other people who are running for governor as well the husband went and paid the the uh the engineer to turn on Tate's microphone and he was talking real greasy about the people and everything of the community and everybody that was sitting in the audience heard him right so nobody wants to fuck with him and what was the other lady's name that's kind of like helping his campaign and everything uh she basically was saying you know pull uh, the, pretty much pulled Ghost in to help and kind of sort of smooth things out. And he was like, fuck Ghost. I don't give a shit about Ghost. Ghost can't help my campaign. This, that, and the third. Uh, Ghost didn't want to do it anyway. Don't forget, I almost forgot that that eager beaver detective with her nosy ass popped up on Ghost at the, uh, at his club. And wanted to have a conversation with him. And he was like, basically, I don't have anything to say. You guys are approaching my son in school, talking to a minor without the parents. You guys are doing this, that, and the third. There's nothing that I want to say to you or this, that, and the third. But he, she saw that he had a glass that he drunk out of. So she confiscated that. And she's going to be running these fingerprints against a little blood droppings that they had found during one of these uh, soul shooterization situations, right? Uh, Sax tries to go into his job to tell them that Ghost and Tommy paid his ass a visit because they did. Okay, and they was finna shoot his ass dead. And uh, Ghost decided to not do it. They wanted somebody from within to basically, you know, give them information about what's going on with his case and everybody else's case, right? Not knowing that his ass was suspended. And when he went into the office and he was trying to tell and sing like a little bird and shit, he got fired because of all of the wrongdoings and stuff that he had been doing. And the other uh, detective ended up finding about it and bringing it to the head boss. So Sax is out, okay? He may be prosecuted and stuff and sent to jail as well. This is what the boss is banking on. So anyway, they are saying that it's a possibility that Tate may have a spinoff. Okay, and the, it would be based around his team trying to keep him in run in the running for governor. What say you? Uh, they also ended up saying something about Dre. 
Okay, uh, saying that he got superpowers. Now, look, I don't believe in any of that stuff. But Dre, I can see Dre being a spinoff because actually, now that Dre has that monitor off his ankle, he may be in the running with having some running ins with, with some super running ins with Ghost. Because, of course, you know, he used to work for Ghost and he know a lot about what's going on. Um, they're going to possibly give maybe Tyreek a spinoff. What y'all think about Tyreek? Is Tyreek the one uh, that might have a spinoff? Tommy might have a spinoff as well. Uh, they got Sax in the running. No, somebody knew. I think what's going to happen to Sax, I think he's going to eventually get killed. I think Tommy is going to be like, fuck all the bullshit. I'm tired of ghosts and his stupid shit. And every time something go on, he want to make, make, allow somebody to live. Ghost got, I mean, Tommy got to go and clean it up and kill him. So, uh, they talking about Tommy going to get with Ramona. Oh, okay, that's the chick that is helping Tate's campaign. Her name is Ramona. I didn't think her name was Ramona. But anywho, they're talking about they're going to have a good love affair. She might, she possibly thinks that Ghost could be in the running for governor as well, okay? Don't forget Eliza Marie, which was Proctor's little girl. Don't forget about the information that she got stored in a little locket around her neck. Okay, so there is a possibility that she may be able to tell what's going to happen as well. But it's a lot of insights and everybody is kind of like, you know, going all over the place in regards to who may end up getting a spinoff. But what say you? Y'all let me know. Let me know. Okay. All right. Uh, what do y'all think about Kanye getting her old trusty, dusty van repossessed? Honey, let me tell y'all something. Did y'all see the incident that took place with Kanye when her ass was trying to do her live show? Huh? And uh, they ended up, she, I guess she didn't pay her motherfucking bill. And so it was like, burr, 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 the number that you have reached. <laughs> Okay, and this is alleged, but y'all know what I say. It's a little bit of truth, a little bit of lies, but it's all factual. But apparently, Kaya uh, Van then got repossessed, honey. This is what they saying. This is what they. Who is they? The people on the streets, girl, they. Allegedly, Kaya's van has been repossessed and her phone has been cut off due to failed payments. Things are looking pretty bad for the My Neck, My Back singer as her van got towed away a few days ago. A popular Louisiana blog shared a photo of Kaya's van being carried away on a trailer and they confirmed that it has been repossessed. Hunty, what is going on? Her van, Lord, I missed that. Girl, Shaniqua, let me tell you. Look at her van. I, I just want to know who wants that van okay she didn't spray painted the hell out of it with all of her pictures and stuff from her albums and you know she be doing her own promo when she ride around in her van girl get your life uh, get your life okay but this is what they saying that our van got repossessed it was on uh you know a bed and they was carrying that shit away and then they the people reportedly uh, confirmed that it was being repossessed. Somebody sending Kaya some money. Don't she got a website and stuff that you guys got to subscribe to and pay a monthly payment fee? Like, she not getting no money or nothing. Ever since her and Maddie broke up, T.S. Madison, it seems like it's just been downhill for her. 
Okay, uh, that it's been a no to the motherfucking go, huh? Yes, no to the motherfucking go. So I hope she get that all straight. Now she did go live while her when she called in to you know get her phone hooked up to the conference thing, and they said it was disconnected. Uh, she did go ahead and pay that bill right then and there while she was on live. Child, you just can't make this shit up. Not one to the motherfucking bit. But y'all get into it. Y'all get into it and let me know. Billy Porter is due I'll get into it and let me know Billy Porter is due to star as the fairy godmother in Cinderella honey in Cinderella hold up they doing a live action remake now y'all know who uh Billy Porter is don't y'all uh let me know do y'all know or not do y'all know who Billy Porter is? Billy Porter, he is the one who had that bomb outfit on when they did the, uh, what was the name of that thing? Where all the celebrities came on the red carpet event and they had this little theme thing and he ended up killing it. But this was what he won, when he won his, uh, was it an Oscar? This is the outfit that he wore for that. But let's get into it. Let me read it to you. Girl, she's still making payments on that damn van. She must have took a title long. But I don't know what she did. That van should have been paid the fuck off by now. That van she didn't have. So she did my neck, my back. Okay, I'm just saying. Somebody better let her know. Okay. Back to Billy Porter. Uh, Billy Porter has been slaying the red carpets and serving all types of glam on, po on Posse. And now... He'll be doing that and more in his upcoming role. Billy will be playing a fairy godmother in Cinderella live action remake. If you're wondering who he'll be playing fairy godmother to, it's none other than Camella Cambello. I don't even know who that is. Uh, Billy confirmed, confirmed this tea just last night at New York at the New Yorker Festival. I have a couple of movies that I'm working on, he says, on the New Yorker's Instagram stories. I'm going to be playing the fairy godmother in a new Cinderella movie with Camilla Cambello. I don't know. Camilla Cambello. Anyway, she's been killing it in the music scene. And just last month, Billy Porter made history when he became the first openly gay black man to win an Emmy for Outstanding Lead Actor in a Drama Series. Uh, there have been plenty of Cinderella remakes, but it's safe to say one of the uh, of everyone's favorite is the one where Brandy stars as Cinderella and the late, great Whitney Houston stars as a fairy godmother. Y'all remember that? Yes, Brandy and Whitney. Okay. Oh, uh, girl, yes. Let me tell y'all something. That was the best Cinderella of all. Okay, and, and the, my favorite scene from that Cinderella was when they were doing the soundtrack and they were behind the scenes and they were singing a song together. And Whitney was like, "Brandy, why are you singing all the way up there? You need to up bring that bring the note down, son. Brandy, you need to bring it down." Okay, she was like, "I thought we was up here. No, we're <laughs> down here, lady. We are down here. That's my favorite." So anyway, uh, some might argue that Whitney played that role better than anyone ever could but what do y'all think about uh that okay are y'all excited to see billy bippity boppity boo i don't know y'all i don't know about him playing a fairy godmother but i mean times are changed and uh i don't i i don't be looking for him except for stylish stuff because i think he has a lot of good qualities when it comes to putting outfits and stuff together he take chances and dares you know to do the utmost to his outfits I don't I haven't seen him 
him play in any of the things. What did he win his Oscar in? Let me get on the Googler in a moment. So five for four. Okay. Uh, let me get on the Googler and see exactly what he may have been in. Okay. Uh, let's see. His name is Billy Porter. And let's see what he starred in. Because I can't tell you right off the rip. Because I have never watched him. Billy, po Billy Porter. Uh, let's see. What has he been doing? What has he been up to? Uh, Broadway theater performer, singer, actor. Uh, best lead in the musical. Blah, 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 blah. The solo of Richard Rogers. Okay, um, Billy Porter, entertainer. Let's see what he's done. Because, see, I really don't know too much about him. Okay, uh, he did the Broadway revival of Greece. Okay, so, okay, uh, Jesus Christ Superstar, Dream Girls at the Pittsburgh Civic Lights Opera. So, it sounds like he's did more Broadway than anything, um, let me see. Uh, Porter originated the role Lola in Kinky Boots on Broadway uh, with songs. Uh, oh, he worked, uh, booked Harvey Feinstein. Oh, okay. Okay, so he worked with him. Um, mm, interesting. So a lot of it has been uh, Broadway. But in 2018, Porter starred in the FX show Posse. Uh, in the role Pray Tell. 2019, Posse earned its renewal for a third season after airing just one episode from the, from the second season. Okay, so yeah, okay. He starred in Kinky Boots on Broadway. Okay, Emmy for Posse. Okay. Hey, everyone that's coming in. Thanks for joining. Yes. Okay, so he's done a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, drama series and basically he has been Broadway, uh, typed. And that's what I will say. Okay, well, big ups to Billy Porter. We'll just have to see how that ends up for him. Uh, we'll, you know, in regards to this Cinderella live situation that he's going to get into. Y'all think y'all going to tune in to see it? Is it something that y'all want to see him do? Is y'all going to tune in and, and see if he's uh, even worth it? Is it worth it? Uh, let me work it. I put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it. Is y'all ready? Okay. So uh, we'll see. Big ups to him and um, congratulations on his Oscar. Let's go to the next one. So it looks like Sin Santana had to dump Joe Button to protect her mental mental health. She said it was the best decision she ever made uh, in regards to that relationship. Oh, Lord. What in the hell is going on? What you mean what's going on? <laughs> Anyway, Sin Santana has been single since the spring with when the rumors first surfaced that she and fellow love and hip hop New Yorker co-star Joe Button uh, called it quits after dating since uh, 2016. This is Madam Madam Noor. Dot com. If you guys want to check out the article, that's where I'm reading from. I like being wine and dine, she said, when talking about what she wants in a man with Tiffany New York Polar. Oh, she did an interview with her on the Brunch with Tiffany show. Okay. I love talking. I love getting into people. I'm a foodie. You've got to feed me. That's happening. This is what she says to Tiffany. The news that Sin was looking to get back out there was literally news to New York, who asked her about being in a high profile profile relationship with Joe, which she clarified to a shocked New York that she was no longer in a relationship with Joe Button, okay? When New York 
asked if if it was a little bit of a separation. She said it's not a little bit. Basically, they done. Okay. Uh, she said it didn't work out, and that is it. Uh, she also made it clear for the first time that the breakup wasn't a mutual decision. The 26-year-old reality TV personality dumped her 39-year-old partner and father of her son, Lexington, in an effort to protect herself. We didn't decide on anything. I did what was best for my mental health, my peace, and for me and my son. You know what I mean? It was a decision that I had to make on my own. This wasn't a unison thing, she said. How can I keep this very sweet? Basically, let's just say that I'm probably the happiest I've ever been, and that was probably the best decision that I've made in my entire life. In the 26 years I have of living on this earth, she's 26. That's the first clue. Let it be known. Okay? We'll break this down. Uh, I made, she said that was the best decision I made leaving the relationship and my son and I are amazing. Sin has spoken about struggling with depression in the past with Joe. Hadn't been the best uh, support, um, the most supportive about it. She told him on Love and Hip Hop New York that he was dismissive as fuck. And her feelings, about her feelings, it's likely that the issue, that's the issue. And well, as their sexual incompatibility at times led her to feel like it might be best to move on. So she did so. And yada, yada, yada. Let's see if we can get a little bit of this uh, VH1 uh, video and see what she said. Okay. At this point, we're going to have dinner with Tiffany. We're ready to push, right? Before you, you're finally getting the accolades with your pop. We we know Joe ain't fully, he not there. He doing better, but he not all the way there mentally. And try I, I didn't think I was going to see you today. At this time, are you telling me right now it's a little bit of a separation going on? No, it's it, it's not a little bit. So appreciation day. Before his untimely death in March, Nipsey said, big us to both of them for trying to survive Joe. Okay, let, let the record reflect. They all over here trying to survive Joe. Cause her ass a damn VH1 special show. Who is she to be interviewing somebody? Believe it or not, it's hard for me to believe, but you are relatively a... Uh, Y'all already know how she placed my flowers somewhere. Her ass a damn VH1. Relatively a new mom. Okay. Is he bringing you nothing but joy? <laughs> what makes her get her ass a damn VH1? Relatively a new mom. Okay. Is he bringing you nothing but joy? Nothing but joy. You change your life. I don't even know. Child's birth. Story. Please. I was in labor. People have like, oh, God, I love Laura. Like, 14 minutes like and 24 seconds to get. Later. Okay, let's see. Profile relationship. I was. Don't tell me this. Up until this point, I never liked to. I always want to hear it straight from Santana is single. Deepest part of my heart. Oh, God. Y'all, let me just stop this. Like, I give zero fucks about her. I don't, I don't care about seeing. I just, you know, I just knew that that relationship between them two was toxic. They wasn't going to get along. It was no way in hell that them two was going to be walking down the aisle. I think that he was more in love with her. She just wanted it because, you know, he was finally moving on up as far as status in his career. Okay, both of them got mental health issues. Okay, we all know that Joe 
then had issues when he was with Tahiri, okay? That, and when he proposed to Tahiri in front of New York out in the, out in the public, she shut that shit down and was like, hell to the no, okay? Let's let's be real. We we know Joe ain't fully, he not there. He doing better, but he not all the way there mentally and trying to be in a committed relationship when he hasn't really fully Worked on his own situations and problems. I think, you know, it was best that they both departed. And that's just how I feel. So, okay. Big ups to that. Big ups to both of them for trying to survive Joe. Okay, let, let the record reflect. They all over here trying to survive Joe. Because Joe is the one that got a lot of issues. And, you know, he was on drugs uh, a lot. He was supposed to be a womanizer. That's what some of the women have been saying before prior to, especially Tahiri. And, you know, there was hints and rumors of abuse. Okay? All of that from Tahiri. So, you know, I hope that Joe, you know, get, get to working on yourself. Your career is taking off. You're doing wonderful in that regards. People are finally noticing you. You're finally getting the accolades with your podcast. And then we're working on that, uh, that, uh, uh, revolt show that he's doing with Remy and a couple of other people, right? Thank you, Tiffany, aka New York is terrible. How did she, how did she get another show, right? I just can't, I can't do it. Okay. And Tiffany, you was the worst interviewer. She is the worst interviewer, okay? She is. I can't do it with her. And she is fake in the way that she's interviewing. She interviewing her all fake and shit. Po thing. Po to the thing. Okay? Let's move on, y'all. We only got a few more anyway. Okay? Uh, they ended up declaring. Harlem did, honey. Y'all ready for it? They declared June 1st as Nipsey Hustle Appreciation Day. Uh, we haven't heard too much in regards to Nipsey Hussle's case and re uh, uh, concerning Eric Holder, I mean. You know, the one who committed the crime and murdered Nipsey right outside the Marathon store, okay? Uh, but Revolt posted uh, that they're honoring him for the June 1st. He gets his own Nipsey Hussle Appreciation Day. Before his untimely death in March, Nipsey Hussle's impact was felt all across the country. Now, the Los Angeles native is being honored in Harlem, New York, with a tribute that was solidified his legacy forever on Saturday, June 1st. And I don't know why we're just not hearing about it. Why is that? Uh, June 1st, the village of Harlem officially declared June 1st as Nipsey Hussle's uh, Nipsey Hussle Appreciation Day. Official, officials made the announcement at Rutgers Park, surrounded by community members, fans, and the Shade Room reports, okay? And another post shared by Instagram. Uh, Indigo Grant, the self-described artist, manager, executive producer, and event organizer described the day as a huge success. Grant also revealed she was able to get four uh, proclamations and eight citations passed in uh, Hustle's honor. So, big ups to him in regards to that, right? Uh they also reported that Nipsey Hussle's marathon store has reportedly made $10 million since his death. Okay. That's what's up, y'all. They got pictures of the proclamation uh, for Nipsey, which that's a big deal, you know. 
Uh, the special honor comes just days after it was reported that the Crips gang filed for a trademark of Hustle's slogan. Uh, the marathon continues. The organization plans to use the trademark for a host of services, including developing educational uh, manuals for others in the field of community, organizing gang prevention, gang intervention. Last month, Puma also confirmed that the company will go forth with its Nipsey Hustles collaboration. Uh, we're going to continue to release some product that we've created with him. Puma's global director of brand and marketing, Adam Petrick, shared. We've also got some charity uh, activations that uh, we'll do to support what he was doing in Crenshaw and trying to continue to work that he continued the work that he was doing through his foundation. So that's what's up. Big ups to Nipsey in regards to that. You know, it still doesn't feel as if, you know, uh, it still feels like he's still here with us. They have done a great job in order uh, in regards to keeping his legacy alive. Uh, it's still a travesty, but I still need to know what's going on with Eric Holder, okay? And I still stand with that. I need to know what else is going on with him. Okay, uh, they are also speaking about uh, this whole situation in regards to Tasha K. Let's get into it, y'all. Uh, Cardi B suffers a setback in Tasha K's $1 million lawsuit. So apparently they went to court and they were asking the judge in regards to the, you know, them filing uh, filing, filing court stuff against each other that uh, Cardi B was asking for the judge to throw it out and make her take these posts and stuff down in regards to her being a prostitute and having herpes, right? Well, uh, Tasha ended up submitting her documentation in regards to saying that she has been threatened in regards to this, that she has had to move as safety for her and her family's life. And because, you know, they, they that Tasha filed a million dollar lawsuit against Cardi B as well. Uh, so the judge decided that they were going to allow her her uh, lawsuit, honey. So it's going on. It's going down. I, I guess, you know, Cardi thought that this was going to be an easy breezy situation in regards to having her take down those videos and stuff like that and uh, remove all of those videos from social media. And maybe issue an apology in regards to that as well. Uh, she said that she was, you know, defaming her character and, you know, putting a falsifying business or information out there in regards to her. But Tasha K ended up winning that particular round. And now they have granted her to submit that particular million dollar lawsuit. What say you? You said girl bad. <laughs> okay, girl Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. Okay, girl. You know, I don't even really talk about them two because it's been a whole bunch of stuff that's been going on in regards to both of them. People that end up touching that subject of what's happening with them end up getting into a whole bunch of stuff. But that was just an update from an article that was released. Uh, and so I just gave you the just do of it, honey. Okay, because other than that, uh, we moving on. Let's go. Kevin Hart breaks silence on the car crash. He uh, won't return to work until 2020. So y'all know that Kevin Hart got into that major car accident 
There's been a lot of stuff going on in regards to the accident and what really happened. Why he was pulled out of the car and the other two could not get out. Uh, who was driving? Who was on the passenger side? Like these were a whole bunch of questions and stuff that was going on in regards to this crash. But the comedian released a statement Friday through his lawyer, according to Essence.com. Let's go ahead and read it. Uh, it's been more than a month since the car crash that left Kevin Hart severely injured. And now the comedian is finally breaking his silence. Attorney Andrew Brettler told Entertainment Weekly in a statement that Hart won't be returning to work fully until 2020 despite doing a promotional shoot for Jumanji uh, the next level last week. So y'all know he, he still has to do his, be committed to what he has already got in, ahead of him. The Jumanji movie is set to come out. Uh, he still got to do promo and stuff for that, even though he's been in this terrible accident. And uh, as far as I know, he had to go to rehab and, you know, rehabilitation and he has been out. So, you know, he still got to go ahead and, you know, make do what it do with his other... Um, his other movies and stuff that he got lined up to come out. So a lot of people was questioning why he was coming back to work. But anywho, while he's doing a little work here and there for the film, he doesn't expect to fully come back until the new year. This is what his attorney told them. Hart is still recovering after a September 1, after September the 1st crash in which the car uh, he was riding in lost control and drove off of a highway in Malibu Hills, California. This was around 1 a.m. The comedian was in a car with two other people, Jared Black and Rebecca Brocksterman, okay? And in the statement, Hart addressed the two saying, I have nothing but love for Jared and wish him and Rebecca a speedy recovery. Hart also sustained injuries in a crash and even had to undergo surgery, although he was discharged after 10 days, according to EW. Uh, heart still requires physical therapy and sits down for most of the day. Okay? Uh, and that's pretty much it. I don't know um, in regards to what else he has to do, uh, you know, promotional stuff for. But, you know, we, we all was happy that he was going through a speedy recovery and stuff like that. I wasn't thinking that he was going to be out here working and doing all of the promo stuff and being on social media and stuff like he normally does. He need to take this time and sit his whole ass down and fully recover from this. And hopefully, uh, come 2020, he'll be ready uh, to get back out here and do what he normally do. Uh, what y'all think about this whole thing? Y'all are going to check out that movie, Jumanji, Jumanji, and see if it's about something? Oh, no. What say you? I won't be checking shit out. Okay? That damn Jumanji movie wasn't all that to me in the first place. I said that they shouldn't have even remade it after Robert Williams did a really good job of it. They should let it alone. That's what I said. And I said what I said in that order. I give zero fucks about it. Okay? You know what y'all say about it uh about him uh in regards to the crash let's go on to this honey essence.com is reporting and i already booked my book honey i'm gonna talk about this because i am ready okay i hope november can't get here quick enough but robin crawford sets the record straight on her relationship with whitney houston in a new book that she is set to release november 12th yes i said it november 12th i have already pre-ordered my damn book like damn months ago it's been six months or something i know a couple of us on the curb went when I found 
found out this tidbit information thanks to Trouble T. Letting it be known on the curb. And I read that article to y'all. I even went live, okay? Uh, no way, no Harriet Tubman movie. Are you? Really? Mm. Okay, let me talk about this a bit. I'm going to come back to this Harriet Tubman thing because I got questions. Okay? But anyway, in a song for you, My Life with Whitney Houston, Crawford finally details her relationship with Houston after years of rumor. Rumors. Y'all know she is due to talk about the relationship with her from when she when she first met her, the, the marriage and everything, the relationship with Bobby Brown. Okay, uh, she gonna she gonna be telling some of this and some of that. Okay, a little bit of truth, maybe a little bit of lies, but it all is factual in her book, honey. This is what she said happened after years of rumors. Robin Crawford is clearing the air about her relationship with the late singer Whitney Houston. Houston and Crawford's longtime friendship has been subject of rumors for many years because y'all know that they were saying that they was in a relationship, like you know what I'm saying they was dating. Okay, that was her girlfriend, and that was her boo thing. Okay, it could be bae. Mm-hmm. Could have been that as well. But anyway, let's go back to the article, right? The, they said that the rumors that saw a recent uh, recent uh, resurgence, thanks to Whitney, a documentary about her life, it was released last year. So y'all remember me telling y'all at that one particular time they had it on YouTube. You could go and watch it for free. But I watched the whole thing, honey. It was good. But by the time some of y'all got to it, they had already took that damn movie down. Damn it, damn it, damn it. Y'all should have seen it. Okay. Uh, you will watch the replay just getting off of work. You're exhausted. Okay. Thanks for coming in for 2.5. Okay. Get some rest, y'all. Get some rest. Anyway, back to the article. Although Crawford declined to be interviewed in, re in the documentary, many uh, in Houston's can't believe that the two were rumored as lovers. In her new book, A Song for You, My Life with Whitney Houston, Crawford details the pair's first meeting as teens in the 1980s and dives into their years-long friendship. Since Whitney's death in 2012, Robin uh, has stayed out of the limelight and held the great joy wild adventures and hard truths of her life with Whitney close to her heart. A press release uh, from Penguin Publishing Group states in a song for you, Robin breaks her silence to share the moving and often complicated story of her life and relationship with Whitney. I caught the movie before they deleted. Wasn't it good? Oops, watch. Okay, got you. Wasn't that movie good? It was good. It was very interesting. And they did touch on uh, their relationship as them being together as she was married to Bobby. It was just crazy. Y'all should have seen it. Uh, the 320-page book will, reported, will reportedly detail Houston's rise to fame, her tumultuous marriage to Bobby Brown, and the birth of her late daughter, Bobby Christina, through Crawford's eyes. A song for you, My Life with Whitney Houston, is set to release up oh, November 5th. Now they didn't change the due date. Okay, I'm going to have to go into... Well, I know they changed it from November 12th to November 5th, and then it went back to November 12th. So I don't know when was this article written. Let me go back up to the top and see. Uh, April 22nd of 2019, but it has been circulating again. And I wanted to touch on it to let y'all know we getting close to November. This is October. We are getting close and trust and believe, uh, we may do 
some readings in the group from this book, okay? But y'all got to let me know how you feel about it because if y'all don't want to hear about it, I don't want to waste my breath and time. Hopefully, uh, some of the other people who have, uh, who is also purchasing the book or, you know, have already pre-ordered this book may want to help me out in the book readings, okay? Give me a little bit of time to catch up on some stuff too uh, because I'm pretty sure y'all going to still want some celebrity rants, a few lives here and there, this, that, and the third. But, you know, me, I'm going to be so into that book trying to get all the deeds, honey. It'd be glad to have somebody take turns with me. So, that would be wonderful. But y'all get ready for it. Okay, sidebar conversation. This wasn't on my my plan, okay? But uh, somebody said that they is sitting here patiently waiting for the Harriet Tubman movie. Now, I was having a conversation about this movie because let me tell y'all, I am so tired. Even though the movie looks great, I'm not, I'm not, you know, bashing the movie. Uh, I'm not bashing the movie whatsoever. But aren't y'all tired of the uh, slavery movies? I want to know. Okay, not saying that the movie ain't going to be all that. I pretty much think that this movie should have been a Netflix deal. Y'all know how I get in regards to certain movies. Like, I don't think that everybody's uh, movie should be on the big screen. So, uh, like I said about Joker, okay? I told y'all Joker, the Joker movie was one movie that I could have just watched on Netflix. I didn't have to go to the doggone movie theater and sit up here and watch that movie. It just, it doesn't, it just wasn't what I thought it was going to be. That's one. Uh, it told the beginning of the Joker's life, but that's what I feel that this, uh, Harriet Tubman, uh, movie is, should be, uh, on a Netflix documentary. How about that? Or the Netflix film. It could have been a movie. If you want to turn into a series, whatever. I don't care. What, what y'all think about that? Let me know. Uh, because it seems like y'all, y'all anticipating this movie. Uh, I don't know. Are you or are you not? Uh, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure that I'm going to be in a rally of it. I think I'm going to be one of those ones who's going to fall back and just wait on it. Okay, I'm just going to wait for it to come out on TV. Uh, while y'all type y'all messages, I see y'all not doing too much comment about anything. Y'all must be getting tired then. Is y'all is y'all not? Let me know. Uh, I, I'll give this last little bit of information and then we can call it a quits. Georgetown University cancels. Okay, um, cancels a fabulous homegoing, homecoming performance due to the alleged history with domestic violence. Ooh. Oh, let's get into it, honey. Let's get into it. The Shade Rumors Report, honey. Uh, back in March of 2018, Fabulous was accused of domestic violence towards his boo, Emily B. It looks like those allegations have come back to bite him in the ass, y'all. This is what I say. If you need a refresher, here's what they are saying. Fabulous was accused of allegedly punching Emily B in the face to the point that he broke her jaw and knocked out a few of her teeth or something to that nature. This is what they're saying. Uh, if you recall, there was also a video circulating of Fab antagonizing Emily B and her father with some type of object in his hand. Fast forward 
to over a year later and Fab and Emily are seen better than they've ever been before as they continuously uh, post loving pictures and captions as they show each other off on the ground. Well, this is what he's showing, honey. Uh, okay, not getting tired, just listening as I scramble around the house. Oh, okay, you cleaning? What are you doing? Uh, but you know, anyway, this is the picture, one of the pictures that they circulating around here, these ass shots of Emily. Under the post, it says, friends say you getting thick. That's just happy weight. We let, we let y'all cap and hate while we just captivate. Boy, bye. Go sit down. Go sit your whole ass down. Fabulous did a plenty of plead guilty to domestic violence charges. He was facing an avoided jail time. He was, however, reportedly ordered to complete a workshop that could last six months to a year. Well, students at Georgetown University aren't here for Fab being a performer at their homecoming. So they petitioned for him to disinvite himself, honey, uh, according to the school's newspaper, the whole yeah, okay? Uh, after engaging with students, uh, we have canceled the musical act for 2019, Hoya Madness. Lee Reed, director of uh, the Athletes Department, the Intercollege Gate Athletes said, we take domestic violence very seriously and we're unaware of the charges against the entertainer when he was booked through a third-party entity. Woo! What are y'all thoughts about it? Do y'all want to see him or no? <laughs> they said hell to the no. They don't want to see Fabulous. He might go irating something, you know, on the damn stage and start kicking people and fighting other women or some shit like that. Girl, I don't know. Uh, let the record reflect that I give zero fucks about Fabulous. All of a sudden, now you want to do the most. You never used to post anything in regards to Emily B. When y'all was on Love and Hip Hop, Okay, when Emily B was on there and she was confessing her love to you and we was thinking, you know, y'all was going to make it work and get together. She ended up leaving your ass and getting her own damn place. Okay, now all of a sudden last year, y'all fighting this shit outside. You up there beating ass and threatening her and her father and now all of a sudden y'all together, y'all done pushed through it. What the fuck is going on? Okay, I'm just sick of this shit. I'm sick of the both of them. Uh, and purge all the junk that's taking up space. Oh, okay. You don't want to be on the next episode of Hoarders. Okay, I get you. Well, the students didn't want him there. I, okay, I, I get that. I would, uh, you know what? I say this. I wouldn't have wanted his ass there anyway. That's bad publicity on the school. Right now, if he, if he, you know, they said that he, uh, he basically, you know, Admitted to the domestic charges. So you saying you did it to avoid jail time. Now all of a sudden you supposed to be getting married to her and all this other stuff. Girl, I don't know. What's so fabulous about him? Ain't shit fabulous about a him. About a him. Did you hear that? About a him. Ain't nothing. Uh, and let the record reflect. What is he even done? I ain't never heard no new shit from fabulous. He ain't out here in these streets doing nothing. He ain't shit popping like he used to. Uh, has he ever really been shit popping? Oh, okay, everybody working, doing stuff. Okay, that's good. Uh, but I don't see him out here doing nothing. No, unless he doing stuff behind the scenes. Other than that, you just uh, up here trying to, you know, fix your relationship with your wife, a soon-to-be wife. 
uh, uh, I don't know, but I do hear she supposedly allegedly got her teeth fixed and all that stuff after, you know, he knocked out a few of her damn teeth and life goes on. Life goes on. Life goes on. Y'all with it or not? Okay. Ah, uh, fabulous. I just don't know what to say. I just don't know what to say. Okay. So, my carsters. Uh, with that being said, y'all, I'm up out of here. I hope y'all have a blessed and wonderful day. Y'all know what to do. As always, I will see y'all in the chat. Peace. Thanks for checking out Six's Word on the Curb. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Don't forget, you can listen to more additional videos and funniness over at Facebook and on Instagram. And don't forget, you can always donate to the podcast. We're not throwing nothing away over here. See y'all soon. Peace.